<laughs> Goat League Assemble! It's almost turkey time. How are you preparing your Thanksgiving this year? Well, look no further than Honey Baked Ham. Shop Honey Baked Ham for the best in spiral hams, turkey breasts, and other premium meats, as well as heat and serve sides, lunch, catering, and much more. Don't let your Thanksgiving go to waste. Be thankful. Shop Honey Baked Ham. Welcome back. Goat League Podcast. Charles, how are we doing this week? Uh, we're doing fantastic. I never know what uh, your ad read is, just like everybody <laughs> else. It's always nice for me to uh, be surprised. Um, you know, Honey Baked Ham, uh, you don't specifically taste the honey, even though there's lots of honey in the glaze. It just adds the perfect sweetness. Oh man, it, there's nothing better, and and it's it's this time of year. I try to stay away. I mean, obviously Easter, you know that counts as as another holiday in the South where where you get that spiral, you know, honey baked ham, the spiral. Um, but there's nothing better than just living off that that baked ham for like the day after a holiday for the next week straight. You just got rolls. You got a little bit of a side on your plate and you got that ham and you just figure out a new sandwich to make or, you know, you just, yeah, you just, you just munch it. It's the best. The left, it's the leftovers. The leftovers. Uh, and, and, and you never, <laughs> you never know what can happen. So, um, you know, you eat yourself into a food coma. You can end up watching a lot of sports. Yeah, um, like the quad box is sweet with YouTube TV. Dude, it is, especially when there's a lot like, of college basketball on. It'll well, be great yeah, like it's 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 the best when you, there's like not a game you really want to watch, right? Um, you just want action on constantly, no matter what. Yeah, it is. like like <laughs> Saturday, like Saturday big noon kickoff. You're watching like Bowling Green versus Eastern Michigan on you know one of the boxes one of them's like michigan rutgers the other one is is uh western michigan uh, toledo <laughs> western michigan toledo and then you get like uh georgia tech louisville on the other and you're like okay like now i i can kind of rock with this so you know we're speaking of watching a lot of games we we the multi it's the multi-view. We, uh, we're going to have a multi-view of the playoff picture here coming up in the GOAT League. Um, we got some big matchups coming up this week. Before we talk about that, it's been a couple weeks since we've been on. Um, last time we were on, I, I committed to committing a crime live within uh, a, a few minutes. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we move on and, uh, you know, we – we want to say that, you know, just because I said that on a live recording doesn't mean I was doing that. Maybe I was doing it for the pod, you know, so who knows? Uh, just wanted to get that out there. But uh, what matchup do you want to cover first? Um, You know, as far as last week goes? Yeah, as far as last week goes, because I kind of wanted to start with yours just because it was yeah, that's... stupid close. Yeah, I mean, that's the one I was thinking uh, that was – really a heartbreaker um and we kind of follow that one really closely you know as the as the 4 p.m slate kind of narrowed down um we, we almost got the the terry mclaurin catch that needed it um but you know it is what it is uh you know mooney and myself definitely chose the wrong quarterback um for some reason, he and I think <laughs> I think Brian, I think I think Brian Mooney should be banned from the league for having Bryce Young on his roster, um, <laughs> week ten, <laughs> like, and that's like I think he would I agree. Can't, I can't figure out why when Geno Smith, Stafford, uh, even Zach Wilson, um, I mean. At this point, Tommy DeVito is, is damn near close to, to what Bryce ah. Young's putting out each, each week. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, Don't talk about but, the Penguin like that. But, yeah, I, I was just – I was shocked that that was even his, like, backup option. Um, no, I, but, I'm with you. 
I actually blocked him from getting Geno when I was playing him because I knew he needed a QB. That was smart. That was very smart. Um, and I, you know, I chose Will Levis. Also, didn't didn't pan out like like he did the the two weeks prior. But um, we got McCaffrey and Bijan. We're about neck and neck. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt, Stevenson were close. Allen was, you know, he just went off. Um, and uh, Mike Evans went off. But, you know, at the end of the day, a, a touchdown from from Dobbs and a touchdown from uh, Ayuk really got Mooney that win. Uh, and, and playing Chicago defense against the Panthers, you know, that always helps because if you started either of those um, defenses, they were going to get you points that week, just how low scoring it was. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it was uh, it was it was crazy close. I mean, I think you're going to be fine though, because I mean, you got uh, Jordan Love. Worst case, you playing him over Will Levis in the future, that'll be fine. Bijan's about to eat. Cream Hunt's about to eat. Keenan Allen's our uh, wide receiver three. Terry McLaurin's uh, McLaurin's wide receiver twenty one should probably Quiet. be fourteen because I think he'll be a top fifteen going down the stretch here yeah um but hot take maybe um you got mike evans who's fucking wide receiver nine they said he was washed up stupid yeah and and i think uh hollywood brown is gonna fit in nice with uh like once kyler kind of gets back in the swing of things i think uh i I mean he had he had one catch for 30 yards like that i mean there's gonna be big play potential there uh, obviously, Mooney is inching towards the playoffs. I mean, if he could just keep the consistency uh, with the 49ers, uh, you know, two players there, I think Zay Flowers, as the season progresses, like, don't be surprised if Zay Flowers doesn't catch a touchdown tonight um, in the Thursday night game. He's due. It's been a few weeks. And I think Christian Kirk's going to get back on the uh, on the TD train. I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars were the hottest team in the NFL you know, not, not, excuse me, the hottest team in the playoff hunt in the NFL, you know, obviously the Steelers and the Broncos right. have really turned it around, but um, you could have argued the Jaguars were the best team in the NFL coming off the, uh, their last game before the bye week. And they just absolutely shit the bed, you know, coming off that. So I, I expect them to turn it around, especially how Trevor Lawrence has been playing and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, it's amazing that he got – Trevor Lawrence got two points. That's – I mean, that's yeah. crazy. Um, but crazy close win by Mooney. He moves into third. Um, and uh, we'll go to the next matchup. I'll just keep going in order of kind of close games to blowouts, I guess. And I mean, they were pretty much all blowouts except uh, Mooney and myself. I mean, if we're keeping it – Yeah. If we're keeping it a buck. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody won by double digits except for Mooney, who won by <laughs> less than a point. <laughs> yep, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so Weston beats Vikram. Uh, Weston wins ninety-three to seventy-nine uh, behind a, a solid performance from Joe Burrow. Uh, Saint Brown was balling out. Um, he's going to get Justin Jefferson back as well as, uh, James Conner. You know, he, he should be pretty good down the stretch. Uh, Tyler Boyd, you know, if T Higgins continues to be out, good little stack there with Burrow and a double flex. Um, Cooks Cooks is not a bad option either. Oh yeah. And Evan Ingram, he's not greatest, but you know, he's, he'll be, uh, he'll be a tight end, like top. He'll be a tight end one. He'll be top 12 tight end in our league yeah. the last, you know, little bit of the season. For sure. For sure. Um, and, and Weston's team, you know, it's scary going down the stretch because Detroit has a favorable uh, season ahead of them. They've got a lot of favorable matchups. So, you know, I think St. Brown is really going to get in the mix. Um, Jerome Ford is, is clearly the lead back. Like, I don't know if he's ever going to get the touchdowns, but – He's definitely going to get the the carries. And Devontae Adams and the Raiders, ever since, uh, you know, AP took over, um, it's looking like Devontae Adams is getting back to being the best 
arguably the best receiver in the league. And, uh, you know, I think Weston's going to end up being one of those teams that, you know, we talked about all season that, you know, heading towards the playoffs is just going to be scary. Um, Vic, on the other hand, you know, the roster's there. I mean, Logan Thomas is top. He's a, he's a, he's a wide receiver one or tight end one. Um, Dalton Kincaid has obviously been great. You know, he, he's also a, a top 12 tight end. Um, Metcalf has really, in my eyes, been one of the more underrated receivers in the league. And, you know, Josh Allen has got to turn it around and I would not be shocked if he doesn't have a huge game uh, this weekend. Yeah. Um, but Keaton Mitchell is, is the sneaky pickup for him. Uh, he, he's been lights out, you know, playing for the, for Baltimore and, and with a Thursday night game, I expect a lot of carries from him. Yep. Um, he's a Gus Edwards injury away from being a stud and being yep. a league winner. Yeah. And he gets, uh, he gets Pacheco back and Miles Sanders probably gets dropped. So if he's not already dropped, um, cause Chubba Hubbard is, is clearly the, uh, Oh, he got dropped. <laughs> yeah. Has to. <laughs> yeah, that's his keeper. <laughs> he has to. He's he's been terrible. Yep. Hundred uh, percent. So, yep. Weston moves on to five and five. Vic falls to four and six. Uh, he's lost four straight. Damn, that's quite the skid that uh, that Vikram's on there. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, so. Big thing is there, Weston gets a much-needed win, moves to 5-5. Five and five. He, you know, is inching back towards that projected playoff spot, um, getting his guys back. Um, let's look at Nunnery, who got some revenge on his fellow Sacco mate, Craven, and a blowout win. Uh, Craven's team disappoints heavily. Um, but, um, you know, Nunnery played Tyree Kill on by and, and still scored 112 points. So um, his team is pretty solid. He's got a sneaky team. Uh, you know, the the biggest question for Nunnery moving on, and he's got a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, it's just a matter of finding, finding a quarterback. Uh, yeah, will he do it? Because Anthony Richardson and Deshaun Watson are both out uh, for the rest of the season. So he needs to do some lineup changes, um, kind of, you know, alter with that. And I think he's going to be fine. I mean, it, the scary part is Nunnery probably could have scored – 140 points this week if he plays Dallas defense uh, and Najee Harris, you know, and, yeah. and then and then moves, you know, moves uh, Pittman to the receiver. So, uh, yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, but Craven. I mean, what do you think about Craven on the other end? Uh, I mean, ultimately, team just had a bad week, but you know, I'm not. It, it, Jacoby Myers has been okay, so he'll be he'll be okay. Um, and Waddle coming back off a of bye, but other than that, I mean, in the fact that he has to double flex Hubbard, I mean that's that's not a good sign um, overall. But I think going down the stretch, Lamar will be good. I mean, hopefully he can you know have a couple pieces to uh, keep him out of Sacco. So otherwise, he's going to have to do his own punishment for the first time in league history. Yeah, that would be that would be a sight to see. Um, just just based off the fact that the league winner from the previous year would be the league loser the next year in a keeper league. That's that's hard to do. But you know, just like Vic has lost four in a row, Craven has lost three in a row. Sheesh. Um, yeah, he's dead last by himself right now. He's the only yep. team with only three wins. But at the same time, there's only two games out of playoff. <laughs> so, that's crazy. It's the jelly. Yep. Um, all right, next we're going to go with Jordan and Paul. Uh, good little good little matchup uh, for the league. Um, Jordan with a, a solid week to get moved to seven and three in second place. It's, you know, he's, he's moving really good along here with uh, – really good along. That sounds great. Um, <laughs> I knew Javante Williams would come on towards the end of the season. That's been a good um, Tank Dell. That's that's a good find. Um, he's obviously got you know Justin Fields that potentially coming back is going to be good. He's got golf. 
Um, Kelsey coming back, Josh Downs throwing a double flex. So he's got a, a good little team. I just worry about his running backs, you know, all the way through the championship run. Yeah, if they could stay healthy. I mean, Javante Williams has been probably the most underrated running back in the last four or five weeks. Um, finally getting that workload that that we saw before his injury. And he he looks just like he did last year um, before the before the injury. And uh, you're not going to see an ETN bad game again. Uh, you know, that was that was kind of a, um, you know, we, we talked about it earlier. That was a little bit of a hiccup in the Jaguar season. But, I mean, Jordan's got options, and, and he, he scores a lot of points. You know, he's sitting right there in second place. Um, and I, I totally expect to see, you know, a, a deep run in the playoffs, you know, from, from him. Paul on the other side you know, outside of the quarterback position who, you know, he's probably got the two best quarterbacks in fantasy right now, um, you know, with Herbert and Sam Howell on the bench, um, you know, Eckler, great. Uh, Mark Andrews is, is hit or miss. Drake London's hit or miss. Kenneth Walker has been great, but, you know, he's got a ton of injured guys that he won't drop. Um, and he's going to have to have Devonta Smith and or, uh, Deontay Johnson, you know, kind of get the get the ball rolling at the receiver core, or, or he may be toast. He may be heading towards Sacco contention. Yeah, he's right there. I mean, he's really only one game out of it. Maybe two games if you count tiebreaker. Right. Um, but yeah, Jordan's cruising. Uh, he, he should, you know, he's 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 on good pace for a bye. Four in uh, a row. Jordan's won four in a row. Wow. Yeah, he's he is cruising. Um, let's see here. Well, let's go to just because I had just clicked on it. It was me and Lick. Um, Lick had a massive week. Um, from Dak Prescott with forty points. Um, yep. Brian Robinson, uh, fucking twenty six points, one hundred and nineteen receiving yards. F O H, bro. I don't know. I was watching that game, Charles. I don't know if you saw. It was a busted play. Uh, it looked like Sam Howell throwing to Michael Carter, Javante Williams in college, like busted play. Uh, yeah. Rusher, rushers move up as he's rolling out towards the sideline, and he just sees Brian Robinson standing there by himself, and, and Brian Robinson took it to the house for, for a long touchdown. And, um, you know, that, that, was, that was a huge play. Um, but, you know, Cam's been consistent. You know, he, he's he's got some – He's got some sneaky pieces. I, I know Barkley and the Giants have been terrible, but, you know, the McBride pickup has been awesome. Uh, he had a huge game uh, with, you know, with Kyler Murray back. Uh, Garrett Wilson still gets his, you know, with, with him being uh, a Zach Wilson quarterback uh, option. And uh, I, I think Calvin Ridley and and um, Jigba are, are sneaky as well, so. And Christian Watson, you know, he's he's bound for a breakout game. Yeah, it's just do you have the balls to play him on that specific week? He's wide receiver 84. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Quick question. Brian Robinson, what rank do you think he has for running backs? Uh, I would say he's like 12. <laughs> right, yeah. He's four. Wow. Crazy. Wow been consistent had a couple pop-out games yeah and ppr is probably a monster yeah well what do you see from your team uh you know you still scored 108 points so yeah i mean 108 points only five from dig six from laporta eight from dj moore four from my running back so and only quote-unquote 19 points from stroud so you know still had 109 so i mean i, I can have some I have a couple of guys that if they go off, they could carry the damn team. So definitely it's kind of that situation <laughs> that I'm in right now. Um, so hopefully Tyler Lockett can remain decent play for me. Um, if not, then, you know, maybe Noah Brown can continue to be something. Michael Wilson's looked better with Kyler Murray. If Kenneth Walker goes down, Zach Charbonnet, I mean, I'm good at RB2 all of a sudden. Um, yeah. Not that I'm pulling for that, you know. But no, but and and Charles, you know, you always have worst case scenario 
um, of putting uh, Jake Ferguson in as a flex. Like he has been oh, a yeah. top, he's been a top ten tight end, and and Laporta has been probably a top three tight end uh, most of the season. So you know you've yep. got the options there too, to where you could plug and play and, and at least guarantee eight to you know twelve points unless there's a huge breakout game. So. Yeah, 100%. How many touchdowns do you think Ferguson has on the year? Five. Five, four. Good guess. Uh, Probably to guess five, to be honest. Yeah, that Cowboys game last week, uh, a lot of people got a lot of multiple touchdowns. So, <laughs> Yeah, he had, uh, he's had touchdown in one of each of his last three games, 13, 19, and 10 and a half. Wow. And I'm pretty sure he's been on my bench. Maybe he started one week with Laporte on by. But – so, yeah, to your point, it's good to have because, I mean, I'm fine with that as a double flex, frankly, uh, depending on who they're playing too. But um, last but not least, we've got the father figure who who is just hanging on into first place. Seven, three also. Uh, Allen just inside the playoff picture at five and five. Um, he did pick up Geno Smith, who went off for 25 and a half points. Um, C.D. Lamb – Amazing keeper. He's he's you know doing big things. He'll get Mahomes back. Um, I don't know why he hasn't dropped Cam Akers yet, but but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got a good squad. He'll be okay and be a little dangerous in the playoffs. And then on Connor's side, I mean, he's obviously been playing good all year. He's got some good pieces. Well, what do you like the most out of Connor's team? Uh, you know, Connor has he's got running back depth. You know, the the Taylor, Montgomery, and Moss, um, you know, they're, they all get – I mean, he, uh, you know, they all get carries, and they all get carries throughout the game, even if they're not the main option that game. They're, they're both seen in the passing and rushing game, and I think that equates to points. Um, you know, what we've seen from Alave when their team is down and the Saints have been down a ton, it tends to bode well for, for Chris Alave. Uh, George Kittle, you know, he's been a top five tight end all season. And, uh, you know, he, he's played the right quarterback most of the weeks. I mean, he had to play Dobbs uh, last week, but he gets Jalen Hurts back. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Connor's found a way. When when we thought the season was over for him after a bunch of injuries and, and, and whatnot, like, he still found a way. And, uh it's been exciting to see it. And then Allen, on the other hand, I mean, CeeDee Lamb has been on a tear. I mean, he broke an NFL record for, you know, most consecutive games with 150 receiving yards and a touchdown um, with three straight. So th- that's been a ton of points. Um, I expect Pickens to get in the end zone here soon. Foreman's been a great pickup as well. Um, and, and anytime you got Derrick Henry and Brees Hall, you're going to get some points. So, yeah, he's got a good team, explosive. Uh, yeah, and, and he's got uh, just about every quarterback there is uh, possible Three. to have yeah. um, on his roster. So, uh, and he still has Puka Nakua and Jaden Reed, who who have quietly been great wide receiver number two options, respectively, for their teams this season. Uh, yeah, as as rookies. So that's that's right. also something to look at. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. Um, and same thing with Connor. But we uh. We we have quite the the log jam per usual. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy, dude. I mean, aside from the top three teams, so fourth place through eighth place are all five and five. Ninth through eleventh, all four and six. Yeah, and and I think this is the week where we start to see separation, Charles. As we kind of look at the big board for week eleven, um, you know, and we'll dive into each game, but we've got a five and five going against the four and six in, um, you know, in, in one matchup, we've got a five and five going against a, uh, or excuse me, we've got a four and six going against a four and six in another matchup. We've got a six and four going against the five and five in another matchup. And then we've got a three, three and seven, versus a five and five and we've got a seven and three versus a five and five. So I think there you're going to start to see that separation. And as we kind of get into this week, um, you know, I really want to start with this, this first game 
former roommates, Nunnery versus Jordan. Uh, Nunnery sits on a three-game win streak, so he's the second hottest team in the league. Um, behind Jordan, who sits at a four-game win streak at seven and three. What do you see in this matchup, Charles? Oh, man, I see – I don't know who Nunnery is going to get. Uh, are, we, are we looking at Nunnery Jordan? Sorry, I think I clicked on the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, Nunnery Jordan. Okay. All right, I'm back to it now. Um, so we got Kamara or Kamara on by. We got Amari Cooper, who's lost any competent quarterback probably. Um, Pittman on by. Um, what's he going to do at quarterback, um, et cetera. And Jared Goff has a good matchup playing against the Bears. Um, Rashad White's going to catch a lot of dumps on the Niners game. Tank Dell's going to have some points. Travis Kelsey's back. ETN finds the end zone again. Javante finishes on Monday night. Jordan will win. Yeah, I think Jordan I think Jordan wins this one. Um, no no shade to Nunnery, but I just like the matchups that, uh, that Jordan has. Um, if Aaron Jones plays, the, the Chargers defense has been – uh, horrendous. I think it goes to play calling uh, for them because they've got the, they've got the players uh, yeah. on defense, but they just haven't been able to uh, to stop the ball, especially in the passing game where where Aaron Jones I think can thrive. Um, Tank Dell has been a nice surprise. Kelsey, you know, going on Thursday night off of a bye, seeing Bay, you know, out overseas. Uh, I like him to get in the end zone tonight, and I think ETN. And Javante Williams both find the end zone this week against uh, Minnesota and Tennessee. Those are good matchups for them. You know, Nunnery on the other side, uh, it just comes down to who he's going to play. You know, other than Tyreek Hill and, and Jameer Gibbs, you're going to have to get a lot from from the uh, the backfield in Pittsburgh. And you, you're going to have to hope that uh, D-Hop can get in the end zone this week. So, Yeah, exactly. Well, um, so we – pretty much see that one unfolding the same way um and that would be big for jordan to you know move towards securing at least you know one of the two buys um so next let's take a look at two uh two four and six teams battling it out um we got paul and vikram uh we got vikram who's trying to stave off another sacco um paul trying to go from champ to chump and you know, I I, uh, I think this will be a good matchup, man. I think this will be one of the closest and high scoring matchups, you know, together um, of the week. I think Paul will edge it out. Um, I think Devonte Smith has a good game Monday night. I think you know AJ Brown. I think they can coexist. They showed it last year, and I think Devonte Smith's going to turn it on as a secondary option. Uh, I think Mark Andrews scores a night. Austin Eckler is going to have a good game. Um, I think A-Chain has a good game when he comes back. I really do. Um, I'm going to go opposite with you this week. I think that Vic wins. I think you see Josh Allen resurgence uh, in Buffalo. I think you see a huge game there. I think on the other end, I don't think Herbert does as well as he did last week. Um, he won't. Against Green Bay. It's kind of hard to repeat, but I love these these three guys for for uh, Vic this week. I love um, Thielen. I think that's a sneaky – might be my lock of the week in the NFL um, for the Panthers to cover. I like a Thielen big game. I like a Ty Chandler, and I like a Pacheco big game. Um so, oh yeah, I, I, Madison I think, didn't play. Ty Chandler is awesome. Yeah, so I think this is where Vic kind of wins and runs away with it uh, this week. So, uh, could totally be wrong. Could be the Deontay Johnson, Devontae Smith show. I, I'm just not sure about a chain uh, this week coming off the injury. But with the with the Dolphins, you never know. Right, and they're playing Vegas. I mean, they play. Yeah. All I know is this dude has played – check this out. This dude has played four games this year, right? Uh, 1.4 points in his first mat, in his first game. He's played three other games other than that. He's still RB22. Crazy. <laughs> That's Crazy. insane. And, and I think Vic gets off the schneid. I mean, he's on a four-game losing streak, right? So, I think he's due yeah. uh, for, for, 
for a big game this week. And I, I think this is the week he gets it and he moves to uh, five and six. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a game. I, I I think whoever wins will definitely have over 110 points. That's my yeah. prediction. I like that. Um, so, you and and uh, Lick, another big game. I mean, all of these are big in their own way. But you know, he's he's five and five, looking to continue to you know move up. You're four and six. You know, definitely trying to get a win uh, to to sneak into the playoffs. Um, you've got a. Uh, You've got Kareem Hunt. I think he's going to get fed a lot this week. He, he may get in the end zone versus Steelers. They're going to be tough, but I mean, I, I, if anybody's going to score, it might as well be him. Um, Dalton Schultz will have a solid game versus Cardinals. Um, Terry McLaurin, I think, will have a pretty good game versus the Giants. Marquise Brown, same thing. Hollywood Brown's going to have a good game versus Texans. Uh, he's going to have about eight, nine targets. And I think that uh, that that you edge it out this week. I think everybody's all on Brian Robinson this week because how awesome he's been. But I think you know it'll be a nasty game over there. They may ride multiple running backs. Yeah, I, I, this one's tough. Um, I'm going to go with Cam this week. Uh, just having Dak Prescott against the the Panthers, and. You know, he's got a few guys that are due for touchdowns. Garrett Wilson's due for a touchdown. Joe Mixon's due for a touchdown. Calvin Ridley's due for a touchdown. Um, And I think that's where he edges it out. I think there's a saving grace, possibly, if I could get, uh, you know, uh, maybe a a Keenan Allen or a Hollywood Brown big game. Um, But, you know, we're just going to see. Yeah, it, it'll be another close one. I think the winner of this one will have over 100 points. Yeah, this is a week I wish I had Bijan. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say that. It's, that's crazy. That sucks. Um, so, well, all right. So that would put you at four and seven if, if you're correct. Yep. And then you'd be, you know, you'd be on the cusp of playoffs still and still technically in SACO contention. I mean, I think the magic number this year is six. If I get the six wins, I know for a damn fact I'm not going to beat Sacco. I I can agree there. I think the magic number for losses for the playoffs. I think last last team to get in has seven, maybe eight losses. I really do. Yeah, one I think of those, it's one the of those weird two years. teams will be seven and seven. Yeah, I agree. If not the last three, no, last two. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Four, four or five through like seven or eight will all be seven and seven or uh, what's it called? Six and eight. Yeah. That's my prediction, but we got uh, uh, let's see. We got a match of former champions in the league. We got uh, Craven and myself. Um, Craven in desperate need of a win to stave off Sacco. Um, I'm definitely trying to get above 500 as we push towards the playoffs. Um, you know, on paper, when you look at the matchup, I mean, I should win the week, but you never know. And I have a very weak RB2, even though I think there's something about him playing that game. I feel like he's going to score a passing touchdown for some reason. Yeah. Um, weird feeling, actually lock, um, lock it up. And then on his side, you know, I think he's got definitely got some good players. Devin Singletary, especially if Damian Pierce is still out. Uh, Waddle coming back. But I don't know. Anything's possible. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Baltimore-Cincy game, that, that's always a, a yucky game. I don't know if, if the, the points are going to be there for, for Lamar. I think – Craven saving grace grace this week is is um Pollard and Hubbard. I think both of them could have huge games on respective sides. Um and you know, maybe a Debo touchdown could could give them a chance, but I, I mean, just the way Stroud's been playing, the Raiders have been playing since their coaching change. Uh, Jamar Chase, you know, being the clear-cut wide receiver one right now with, with T. Higgins out. And Diggs is freaking due. Um, Seems like I, it. I think, 
I think you're just going to be too much to handle this week. I can see Charles. Charles, I can see you scoring 100 and, you know, 25 points this week. Oh, man, I hope so. I, I, uh, I think DJ Moore could have a big week um, with Fields coming back. I mean, he's been sustaining with, you know, Joe Schmo. Uh, right. Bajant, whatever his name is. And I think Justin Fields is, you know, worlds and worlds above, you know, better than that dude. And, you know, in the grand scheme. But not to agree with you. I think I, I should pull it out this week. Um, would be good to get to six and five for sure. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is is due to start having some good weeks, which, you know, Craven rode him to a championship. So I won't feel bad about using him against him. <laughs> right, right. Um, all right. Let's take a peek at uh, – at the Mooney Tunes versus Allen, uh, six and four versus five and five. Um, Mooney's got a couple, a little one person on by AJ Brown that's going to come back in the lineup. Um, we already talked about Allen's team a little bit more in detail earlier. Uh, who do you like here? Who? Um, this one's tough. I, I like Allen this week. I like Allen this week. Um, you know, Lamb has been like he just broke an NFL record. Uh, you got to ride the hot hand there, but I think Brees Hall and Derrick Henry have big games, and you know, Pickens is due for a touchdown. I could see you know Allen winning big, but on the other end of things, I already called it. Zay Flowers touchdowns happening tonight, and uh, anytime you got a couple guys with the San Francisco uh, 49ers going against an NFC South opponent. Yeah. That, it's going to be tough. I think this one's a close one. I'm, I'm going to go with Allen, but I could see, I could see it going either way. Yeah. Um, my lock of the week is Mooney. Um, I, mean, I got Trevor Lawrence coming back and having a good game in the sense of like 17 points. I mean, respectable. Um, McCaffrey has a good game. I think Kirk has a, you know, high floor. Zay Flowers, you covered that. Um, I like the Bears defense, you know, this week. And he also could pivot from that as well. Um, and A.J. Brown coming back in the lineup, you know, I think on Monday Night Football, I think it's, it's just something about it. it it'll, it'll push it over the edge. And Raheem Mostert also coming back in the lineup, taking the place of Raheem, um, Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> Raheem. Yeah. Uh, so, I like him to win. I guess I'll go with my lock of the week there. He'll move to seven and four, really looking to clutch a playoff bid. I think eight wins and you're you're secure. Eight's the magic number of making the playoffs. I agree. I like agree there. All right, last match up here, seven and three versus five and five. We've got Connor uh, versus Weston. And at this point, Connor has uh, Rico Dowdle in the lineup. Yeah. Um, Charles, and this is what I see here. There's, you know, the, the term, you're, you're riding too high, you're, you're, you're too close to the sun. I, I, think, I think, yeah, he's Icarus. I think Connor is – kind of having that that moment right now he's he's been talking a lot of trash hey about back in first place then he falls out of first place now he's back in first place he's on a three-game win streak um he's feeling himself a little bit and i think he gets humbled this week by what i think is going to end up being the hottest team heading into the playoffs and that's weston you know things are just clicking in all in all forms the right way for weston uh burrow and the Bengals look good Connors, you know, James Connors coming back. DeAndre Swift playing on a, uh, you know, a Monday night game. I, I, I tend to favor running backs in, in the games because they're typically under under type scores. Um, you know, St. Brown going against the, the Bears. Devontae Adams and the Raiders have been hot. And Godwin is due for a touchdown. I, I maybe gets one. And then you got any of the Washington players this week going against the Giants, how bad they've been. I know it's a, I know it's a divisional game and I know it's a rivalry, especially in the NFC East, all of them beat up on each other, but I could see any, any, uh, you know, commanders player 
getting in the end zone multiple times. And Curtis Samuel could definitely be one of those guys. So, you know, I think I think Connor's got his work cut out for him this week. And it, it's it doesn't bode well if Justin Jefferson comes back and then you're playing Rico Dowdle. Uh, I just don't like the <laughs> matchup for him. <laughs> Can we get that quote framed and like put it in our uh, like podcast <laughs> office that we don't have and doesn't exist? <laughs> um, we'll put yeah. it in the studio. It's the studio. Uh, yeah. Yes. Weston will get to six and five. Um, I agree with you there. I think Connor falls to seven and four. Jordan will move into first place. Um, and these are my predictions. But you know, you said Connor is doing all that talking. I, I, I think I hear him now. That, there, he, uh, actually, yeah, there he is. He's. Uh, I hear something boiling up. Connor, are you in the kitchen cooking up like you've been cooking up the uh, wins this year? Man, I sure am, man. Making uh, making some breakfast for dinner, boys. How we doing? Ah, uh, man, I was hoping it was yams. You know, it's yam season, so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, always all, yam season. All, all time clip. Now, I will say, working with a uh, predominantly. Uh, black staff when they make like when when coach cooks at her house man they make these yams oh my god it is like it's, it's some of the best yams i've ever had in my life like i every time <laughs> i go over there i get like a second a whole tray full of just like yams and the collard greens man they're so good you're saying it's it's yam good <laughs> it's, it's some yam good yams wow oh dude um so connor what you uh What's what's new in the uh, in the Auburn community? Man, not much. Uh, the, the season has picked up, so I'm I'm traveling quite a bit. We uh, just got back from New Jersey. Uh, play California at home tomorrow, and then uh, I head to Orlando on Sunday until Tuesday, and then I'm back for a couple days for Thanksgiving. So, but it's good, man. Very just nice. uh, yeah, living the living the the dad dream, living the nice little family here, and enjoying ourselves, man. It's uh, it's been a good time. It's the American dream. <laughs> so Connor, uh, I've got to ask you, um, you know, as we kind of dive into this, this fantasy season, what, what do you kind of see your outlook? If you could give me uh outlook for your team for the rest of the, the season and Ooh. then the final six playoff spots Ooh, that you, okay. that you kind of, that you kind of think. Yeah. Uh, so this is, I was actually thinking about this. I'm, I'm actually a little surprised boys. I'm not going to, not going to lie that I'm sitting at seven and three, because if you look at my team, it's good, but I don't know if it's seven and three good. I think I've just gotten really, uh, really lucky with some touchdowns, but um, man, I think right now looking at the standings, I definitely think Jordan's a lock. I think I'm a lock to make the playoffs. I don't know what seeds will be. Uh, Mooney's team is a high scoring team, but I don't know. He seems to catch. He has some bad luck. Um, and I think Charles, I think those top four are going to stay the same, but I think that that fifth and sixth spot are up for grabs. Um, like, I feel like Nunnery's team's a lot better. Like, I could see Nunnery and Lick um, maybe taking those last two. And Weston might not make the playoffs for the first time ever, right? Am I am I wrong? Is, is that is that going to happen? That, that would be that would be correct to be the first. If that time happens, ever. yes. Yeah, I was going to say because I think I, I play Weston this week. If I knock him out, I think he's a. Uh, think he's in trouble. Five and six is not a good place to be, especially in the GOAT League when there's probably about six other teams with the same record. Yeah, uh, Charles and I said earlier on the pod that uh, before you came on, we think the magic number uh, for wins is eight. I think so, too. And we think the magic number for losses is is between seven and eight. We, we think that last playoff spot maybe gets in um at 500 I, I think so too i think you might even have two teams at 500 that that make it in in that last spot just that's what i said i mean man it's i mean you're looking at at i mean even charles's team like charles is one of the highest scoring teams in the league i think he's second highest scoring and he's at five and five you know but i think yeah you got so many people just go off against you too charles i don't know how but uh but yeah it's it's been a great year this year like maybe some of the most uh there's no, like, clear-cut Sacco, too, which I kind of like. I think it's the first year in a while that we've had that. Like, there's still four teams that could be Sacco. <laughs> like, still yeah. legitimately four teams. I do think Craven is crashing back down to earth. I think he's he's coming down, remembering his place in this league, unfortunately. Even though he's two-time champ, respect. But he is – it is – I don't know. It just seems like things are falling back into place. It's like It's like 2018 all over again for me. Yeah, and fun fact for 
Craven's team that just doesn't have a good recipe for success. Um, he is the lowest point scored in the league, Oof. and he is the second lowest points given up. So, oh man, that's just that's so brutal. yeah. Like even even though he hasn't scored that much, teams playing him also haven't scored. Um, mm. So the the games have been right there. It's just been been tough. Yeah, he's he, he's looking. It's kind of you know not to take a shot at the NC State Wolf Wolfpack, but you know those, those close games, man. I, that's just kind of where it, where it's fallen. I I don't know how, but he he's taken after his, his Wolfpack in that sense. Well, well, they're a basketball so, school, so if if it was uh, <laughs> fantasy basketball, I, I don't understand. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I'm just they're a women's basketball school. They're in South Carolina. They are. But, they did. They did just beat. Uh, oh my God, who did they just beat? Uh, UConn. UConn. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Huge win. But let's not act like NC State didn't have. They they got a really good program. I was actually surprised they weren't. Uh, weren't yeah. But I, uh, yeah, that was shocking. But it's good. Sinai to see. Good though. Yeah, they're they're legit. It's it's good to see a little parity in in women's college basketball. That's for sure. Connor, before we leave, we're gonna play a little game. All right. Um, two truths and a lie. Okay. You gotta guess the two truths and a lie after we ask you these questions. Are Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'll say a question, then Charles, and then I'll say the final one. Okay. Um, first one. One member from the GOAT League that lives in North Carolina is moving to Texas in about six to eight weeks. Okay. All right. Charles, you got the second question? Yes. Uh, The member of the uh, GOAT League that has made zero transactions (laughs) this year is also in last place. Mm. Okay. And then the final question – one goat league member is getting ready to propose to his girlfriend in the uh, coming weeks during the holiday season. Okay. All right. Are you uh, you ready to go? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Um, All right. What do you got? Uh, I think the first one is a truth because that just I okay. don't know, seems seems way too plausible not to be true. Um, okay. Second one is between the second and third one. Um, I think the – there's no way Craven hasn't had a transaction. And I could look. I'm not going to cheat, though. I'm not going to go look at my phone. Um, no, I, it's it's got to be two. Two's the lie. Three is the truth. Wow. Uh, dude, those really good guesses. Um, but they're all lies. <laughs> they're all, <laughs> they're all <laughs> yeah I'll that is hilarious saying. damn here i they're am trying to, trying to think of the integrity of the game and y'all just ripped the you got you guys charlie brown the shit out of me yeah they're lying they're lying to <laughs> that time of year that's funny i'm about to say i i don't even know i probably should have just said the third one was alive just because i don't know who is even in a relationship? How do you? How do you? Uh, crazy, crazy guys. Other than all I know is Charles and Weston are married. Everybody else, I, I don't know. I feel like it's he's right married here. too. Fun. Oh fun. yeah, sorry. Yeah, he has had a lot of sex. That guy's a sex addict. We need to get. Him <laughs> he's just an uh, accurate shooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those were all lies, Connor. But uh, dude, glad you could. Uh, glad you could join us on, and. Um, you know, best of luck towards the uh, rest of the season as you, you sit atop the Goat League standings heading into week 11. Thanks, guys. And, and I just wanted to make the point that, uh, you know, I'm kind of like the uh, the Florida Marlins of this league. Like, I'll occasionally have, like, if I make the playoffs, I'm going to go all the way and win the thing. But if I don't, I'm usually towards the bottom of the standings. So, that's my, uh, that's my uh, you know, co- comparable uh, professional team and, and program right there. So I, I am the Florida Marlins of this league. And I've only made the playoffs one time, and guess what happened? Won it all. Won it all. So here we are, going trying to trying to do it again. Oh yeah, man. Well, uh, best of luck, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate you boys. Uh, enjoy your Thursday night, and uh, yeah, man. Have a have a great Thanksgiving. If I don't talk to you guys, I'm sure I will. Sure, I'll put something in the group chat. But you guys have a good Thanksgiving, man. Enjoy your families, and uh, I'll see you guys soon, man. Good luck. All right, same to you, man. man. See you. Lighter.
Well, uh, Charles, uh, that was that was Connor. It's good to have uh, our first guest of the, well, really second guest of the season uh, on the pod. Uh, we had the the infamous nunnery rant uh, in Germany. <laughs> the best. So uh, let's wrap up the show, man. Let's 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 dive into our uh, NFL locks for the for the weekend. What do you got? That is a that's a good question. Uh, I am looking at the at the lines right now, and I think the first thing that is jumping out to me um, is the fact that there's a lot of tough ones to pick from this week, and it's very difficult. Um, but I think I'm going to go Cardinals Texans over 49. Okay, I like that one. I like that one. I'm going to lock that one in. Cardinals, Texans, mm-hmm. over 49. Yeah, I just took it. <laughs> okay. I like it, and this is a tough week, man. Like week 11, teams are figured out, but there's a lot of guys coming back off of injury, some coaching changes, some quarterback changes, you know, et cetera. Um, I love the under for tonight, sitting at 46 and a half. I love the under for the Bengals-Ravens. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I love the Packers. Plus three in Green Bay against the struggling Chargers team. I also love the Steelers plus one. And I love, love the Panthers plus ten and a half. But my lock of the week, Charles, and this is, this one's kind of obvious, but my lock of the week, I think the Cardinals plus four and a half. Okay, I like it. Kyler Murray back. Um, Bye. Game winning drive last last week. Um, I like Cardinals plus four and a half, and I, I would not be shocked. Uh, cover of the week, though, for me is 49ers minus 11 and a half. Okay, all right, I like it. I think that will. I, I, I agree there. I think they, they're they're looking too good right now. Yeah, defense and everything. And the Vikings are dogs, too. This could be a weekend of dogs. A lot of – Could be some barking. Yep. So. Um, Well, shoot, man. I'm going to get out of here. It was good talking to you. Eagles plus two and a half. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Um, lots of good bets out there. No doubt, man. Well, enjoy the uh, the rest of the week, man, and uh, good luck to all the teams out there. Yes, sir. Later. Peace.